and Nick. Welcome to that Superhero Thing podcast where we discuss the latest superhero and comic book movies and TV shows. I'm your host Nick and joining me, as always, my brother from another mother, <laughs> Anthony. Hi. I'm going to do one like this every week. I'm going to think of something every week to do. You alright, yeah? Yeah, good, thanks to you. Good. I'm good, yeah. Anthony, it, it finally happened. After what feels like months, if not years, we finally got the Party Thor episode of What If. We have been counting this down every week, going, this week, next week, Party Thor. Next week, Party Thor. Was it worth the wait? Mm. You, you weren't sure, were you? I, I still don't know. <clears throat> really? This is what I was like last week. I, just, I couldn't decide whether I liked the episode until we well got into the review. Like, I was entertained. Yeah. But I don't know if I thought it was good. Mm. Spoilers, That's- I enjoyed it. That's how I felt. I enjoyed it. We'll get there, though. We'll get there. We'll okay. get to it in a bit. So, on this week's show, we're going to break down all the latest comic book movie news, including some big announcements about the November's uh, Disney Plus Day, uh, Topher Grace potentially appearing in No Way Home, and we have to talk about it, the new Super Mario Brothers uh, movie. <laughs> have you seen this? Have yeah. seen the news about this, the kickoff we've had about this already? Yeah. All right, we'll get into that in a sec. We'll then be giving you our full breakdown and review of What If Episode 7 before discussing your thoughts and theories in this week's Podfans Assemble. This is also your spoiler warning. There will be spoilers and speculation throughout the episode. If you'd like to skip ahead to the What If review or to Podfans Assemble, we will put timestamps in the description, as always. Uh, news then. So, first bit of news, uh, Disney Plus Day. So, we've mentioned this a couple of times now, but we now got some more solid details on what's going to be happening on uh, November 12th. So the biggest news, Shang-Chi is going to be available to stream on Disney+, Plus, which seems really soon, and it's not even Premier Access. It's literally free, is it? free to normal subscribers on Disney+, Plus, November 12th. <laughs> so what's that, like six... No, it's more than six weeks, isn't it? Uh, it's 12 weeks? seven weeks. No, it can't be with all of September, all of October. It's... Ten weeks. My, my friend's wedding's on in November and she said it's six weeks tomorrow. Oh no, from now. I mean, since when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, you Sorry. know what I I know what I mean. <laughs> I was like, it is only seven I weeks I know what away. I'm talking about. I'm surprised it's not coming straight onto, uh, onto Premier Access first. Do you know what though? Let's be honest. With the figures that they've had they don't based on the situation that we've all been in, I, I think that people would be quite miffed if yeah, that was the case because they have made more like I know you can say you can always make more but more than enough money yeah it's gonna so, pass uh, Black yeah. Widow's overall haul this weekend yeah I think it is so it's done really good I can't wait I've only seen it once you've seen it twice I can't wait to watch it again to be honest oh, God. I'll, I'll happily watch it again I know, yeah. it comes multiple, out. multiple viewings uh, also it. on Disney Plus Day we're gonna be getting uh, Jungle Cruise Come to Disney Plus and the new Home Alone film, Home Sweet Home Alone, and The World According to De- Jeff Goldblum season two. Which do you know what? I haven't watched season one yet. It's have you? Really good. Yeah, it's, it? just, it's just Jeff Goldblum being Jeff Goldblum for half an hour every episode. It's hilarious. It's just the mannerisms and the. Is it about eighty percent of him going? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. basically, and just cheeky winks at the camera. It's so good. I can't wait. I think it's only the first five episodes, but yeah. Did you know that he guest starred on an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race as well? No. Oh my god! It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. I've not seen. It. I've it was, not watched any of it. I mean, yeah, it's it's not. It's not my cup of tea. Not your cup of tea, but. It just Do you know what? I'd be tempted. I wasn't expecting it. <clears throat> I'd be tempted to watch it just for, just for a Jeff Goldblum episode. It's just, to be fair. It's just 
Hilarious. So also on Disney Plus Day, there are going to be a couple of special looks. So there's going to be a Marvel special look and a Star Wars special look, but they've not told us exactly what it's going to be. I would guess it's, what, two weeks before Hawkeye? So we're going to get a really detailed look at Hawkeye, I would imagine. Yeah. And then probably Miss Marvel, which is going to be the next thing, which is now confirmed to be 2022. Okay. Uh, And maybe She-Hulk, because that's been filming. I think that's wrapped now, hasn't it? She-Hulk. Oh, I don't know. So we might get a look at that. I don't think we'll get anything, with it being Disney Plus Day, I don't think we'll get anything movie-related. No. I think it'll just be Disney Plus shows. Uh, And then on Star Wars, uh, this Christmas we're getting the Book of Boba Fett. So I would guess we'll get a trailer for that as well I always thought it was Boba Fett you know whatever you want it can be Boba it can be Boba okay yeah. whatever you want I just I, I genuinely don't know so if I've been saying it wrong all these years then fine. sod it it's not it's fine new for now, me. You've, now you've called it out <laughs> everyone listening knows but yeah either I'm wrong or you're wrong <laughs> one of us one of us is stupid uh, we'll be covering the event uh, on the podcast so stay tuned for more news about that close to the time on exactly what we'll be doing uh, Spider-Man No Way Home News Topher Grace so there's been loads of rumours of pretty much every Tobey Maguire Spider-Man villain potentially appearing in No Way Home but noticeably absent has been Topher Grace we have not heard any rumours about him showing up Uh, well on Reddit Topher Grace was doing a QA and a and one fan asked him flat out if he was going to be appearing in the sequel have you read what he said Yes. That's amazing. I'm going to read it anyway, because it made me laugh when I read it. (laughs) So he said, please keep it between us, but yes, I am in it. The plot starts with Peter Parker, Tom Holland, bum that everyone knows his identity, and then some crazy shit happens with Doctor Strange, and Doctor Octopus comes into his dimension. Then Electro and Green Goblin hop out of one of those energy circle thingies, and they're like, (laughs) it's spider stomping time. Then Tom Hardy and I pop out and battle each other, and I win, obviously. It's not even like a fight. I just kick his ass immediately. Not to give too much away, but there are also some actors from the original 70s Spider-Man show, Aquaman and Batman, Affleck, not Keaton, crossover, and thanks to Disney, Han Solo's ghost from Rise of Skywalker, and that evil robot from Wally. Again, please keep this between us. So that's confirmation that he's in it then, yeah? Are we taking that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say that's I'd solid. Say, I want that. I'd be happy with that. If I come away from it from the film on the 17th of December and that happened, I'll go away and be like, yeah, fine, happy. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit weird that he's not been... It's like we're getting... We reckon we're getting Sandman. We reckon we're basically getting all the villains, apart from Dane DeHaan's Green Goblin from Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. But it is a bit weird that there's not even been any rumours or, or talk is it just because people don't want him back? Because we've now got Tom Hardy's Venom, do you reckon? I don't know. I mean, I don't think that Topher Grace got the best review at the time for his Venom. No, I think the whole film got panned. Well, the whole film did get panned. As soon as he started dancing like a weirdo in the streets, I think the whole film got panned. <laughs> I watched that again the other week and I was just like, what? what people is laugh this? at it now, but at the time people were fuming. I was well upset. I remember when people were really pissed off over this it. This was the first film. I mean, I loved Spider-Man 1 and, and 2. I mean, I still think Spider-Man 2, Raimi's, is one of the best superhero films ever. Yeah. And it was the first film that I really started getting hyped for this sort of stuff. It's probably number three. It's the first thing that sort of drew drew me into, you know, keeping up with comic book movie news. And, yeah. Which is obviously like led to this now, but I was so disappointed <laughs> when I sat down and watched it. Yeah. I was like, is this it? Is this what happens if you overpromise yourself and get too excited about these things? Because yeah. it was just it just wasn't good. But I don't know. I think it'd I be think you find good though, to see him. In general, a lot of trilogies peak in the second film. Yeah. I think you get that quite a lot. The third it? movie in a lot in a lot of them is is yeah. crap, isn't it? Yeah. Let's, let's hope it's not with no way. No. Let's fingers crossed. Uh, a bit more Marvel news then. Uh, Kit Harrington 
who is going to be appearing in Eternals. He apparently could have been in the MCU years ago. So speaking to Total Film while promoting Eternals, he said that the comic book world has called once before, and I didn't like the role and the part and the time to do it, so I turned it down. So obviously now he's playing uh, Dane Whitman in Eternals, but it did get me wondering who or what role he might have been offered in yeah. the past. So he must have been, it must have been once he was like well into Game of Thrones. Yeah. Which started in 2011. So I think Star-Lord maybe, because that was 2014. So there'll have been like a couple of seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah, maybe. When he sort of got, can you, th- I can't think of anybody else he would play. No, I can't. Well, like <clears throat> new characters that have been introduced since that time because it was too early for Thor but then to say he got he got a call it doesn't necessarily mean he was the the main role no but he must have been oh yes Pose yeah you know he could have been asked for Taser Face could have been (laughs) he could have been Taser Face imagine (laughs) Um, no but you know what I mean it's that kind of thing isn't it yeah because it was still it was still early days for him wasn't it but yeah yeah, we'll never We'll say we'll never know. We might. We might find we might out. Find out at some point. He might slip. Uh, some DC news then. So the Flash. So a little while ago, uh, director Andy Machete was releasing what seemed like weekly pictures on Instagram. Uh, so we got Sasha Cowell's Supergirl emblem. He released Michael Keaton's bat symbol on the suit, yeah. and then he released Ezra Miller's uh, brand new Flash logo all on the suits. But then they sort of stopped. I think I've seen this. You've seen this new one. Yeah, yeah. So it's a bit of a weird one. It's really random. It looks like it's Michael Keaton's bat suit. But it's spray painted red with a yellow flash lightning bolt. Yeah, sprayed like graffitied over it. Yeah, yeah. It looks interesting, but it got me wondering why. Is it purely for promotional purposes, or is it going to appear in the movie? And if it appears in the movie, how would it sort of show up? I can only think that early on in the film, he'll lose or have to give up his current flash suit, and he'll work for like the second act of the movie in like a makeshift suit given to him by Keaton's Bruce Wayne. And it'll basically just be spray painted red, like an old bat suit or something like that. And yeah. then in the third act, he'll get his new, he'll get his new costume. But I can't think of, I, I can't think other than, other than that, wide, no. wide of this, unless yes. there's loads of people all trying to pretend to be the Flash, and we're gonna get Supergirl spray painting her costume. Red or Bart it. Simpson comes along, but <laughs> <laughs> El Bart or El Flash out. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has got me intrigued, and the more we see about this film, the more I'm looking forward to it. And what is it, DC Fandom, next month, 16th of October? So surely we're going to get more. I think if he's releasing pictures like this, we'll probably start seeing more images and hopefully that suit in a trailer or something. Yeah. Uh, Batgirl news. So uh, composer Natalie Holt took to Twitter this week to reveal that her next project is going to be the Batgirl movie for HBO Max. It's brilliant news that for DC, to be fair, because she's just come off working on the score for Loki. Yes. For Disney Plus. Yeah. Which yeah. the music in that was fantastic. It properly set the tone for the show. So I think it'd be quite interesting to see yeah. what she can do for her DC. I think anything that can help the DC universe <laughs> yeah, at the yeah. moment. And that's not me I've, you know, panning it, but you know, it's we know it's a bit of a mess, don't we? So anything that can help it along, usher it Imagine along. Imagine awkwardly making more money on the soundtrack than you do on the film. <laughs> <laughs> Could possibly happen to be there. <laughs> Uh, last bit of news then, so we've mentioned it, we've got to talk about it, the Super Mario Brothers movie. So Nintendo d- Nintendo did an event yesterday, Nintendo Direct, I think it was quite like an impromptu event to be fair, yeah. uh, and they announced that, we were, I think we already knew the movie was coming, so it's being made by Illumination who make the Minions movies, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and they've announced the voice cast that are going to be uh, bringing these characters to life, shall we say. So the, the big names, we've got Chris Pratt as Mario, 
Why? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, Charlie Day as Luigi, which will be great. I think that'll be brilliant. I think they've to be nailed fair. that. I think they've nailed everybody think, apart from Chris. Yeah, Pratt, this is the fair. thing. I looked at the whole list and was like, okay, I and can see you, this. And then you see Chris. And Pratt. then Chris knows like, wow, out of place. But Chris Pratt's like the first name you see, so it sort yeah. of set the bad, bad taste in your mouth for the rest to be of the fair, cast. Whatever I was looking at, I scrolled and I, I read for some reason randomly. I read from the bottom up. Oh, so okay. I was like, okay, okay. So we've okay. got. Huh? So let's read from the bottom <laughs> up then. With, with the big names. So we've got Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. That'd be good. Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Nailed that. Brilliant. The, the best casting in this, Keegan-Michael Key as Toad. <laughs> it's so Genius. Random. It's genius, though. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, we've got Jack Black as Bowser. Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach, which would be great. And then, as we said, Charlie Day as, uh, as Luigi. I'm, I'm feeling everybody there, apart from... Apart from Chris Pratt. Yeah. It's just like Chris no, Pratt's a big I'd, name. I'm not going to sit here and say Chris Pratt is not good because he's I a very, very amazing, good actor. Yeah, yeah. However. That doesn't fit. It doesn't, it doesn't work. No. That's bad casting. That's not, it's not, it's not anything to reflect him is what I'm trying to say. I think they should have, do you know what? Seth Rogen would have been better. Jack Black would have been better. Either of them two yeah, would have yeah. been better as Mario than yeah. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt is just... Here's a big name who everyone's interested in at the moment. Yeah, and you know quite rightly he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's just let's just get the big uh, a big name to play on the spot right Mario. now. Who would you put as Mario? Uh, genuinely, probably Seth Rogen. <laughs> would you? Yeah, or Jack. I think either of them would do an amazing job. Yeah, he's, there was quite a lot. There was a little bit of backlash on Twitter, which I don't on Twitter, which I don't get, saying that he shouldn't be playing Mario because he's not Italian. Oh, and gosh. I don't get that because I don't think any Italians ever voiced Mario or Luigi. <laughs> I don't think any Italian sounds like Mario or Luigi. I don't. I don't at all. So I don't. I don't. That's not why I don't like Chris Pratt in no. the role because Char- No one seems to have a problem with Charlie Day being Luigi, but yeah, it just doesn't. It just doesn't fit. Yeah, I'd go. I'd. I'd go Seth Rogen or. It's. It, you know. It's like. It's like. And as much as I love him, it'd be like putting Ryan Reynolds as Mario. It just. He's a big name, which just wouldn't work. No. Didn't really work with Pikachu, did it? But I suppose the premise of that kind of made it acceptable the way yeah. that they did the uh, the way that they did the movie. But yeah, I'm not I'm not feeling it. We'll watch it. It'll be good, maybe. Oh, I'll have a, I'll be taking my nephew because he's obsessed with Mario. Yeah. He'll be taking his nephew. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> You can just admit you want to go and watch it. Right, anyway, that's the news for this week. Should we uh, should we talk about this week's episode of What If? Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> that was a bit, yeah, fuming. <laughs> I'm hurt. <laughs> well, bloody hell, it's finally happened. We've been expecting it for about a month. Literally, we've been expecting this for about a month, <laughs> haven't we? Yeah. And we finally got the Party Thor episode. What if Thor were an only child? So, I've got to say, right, I was, I know we've been waiting for it. But I was dreading this when we first expected it to drop. And that was because I didn't want, at the time, like, what, three episodes in, a light-hearted, silly episode at that point. Yeah. I was, like, proper into it and I wanted the story. But now, how or when they've dropped it, because of how heavy the last few episodes have been, I actually really appreciated the change of pace. And I enjoyed that it was a bit silly do you know what i mean it didn't need to be like a really heavy episode it was like yeah. a bit of a bit of a breather from yeah. it a bit of a, a bit of a break 
Um, what did you, but you? What do you not think it was? Great? I had several issues with it. I'm not going to lie. Go on then. What, what, what were your issues with it? I'm so, like you're certainly trying to defend it. Here. <laughs> what were your issues? With okay, it? so first of all, this whole what if he didn't have a brother? Yeah, and he was a bit of an ass. Yeah, but he wasn't that much of an ass. He wasn't that much of an ass. It was just very heavy on the party and very heavy on glory and fights. <laughs> heavy on the party. <laughs> he was. But that's what he was like in the first door. He wasn't with as Loki. Mu- he wasn't. Yeah, no, but he wasn't as he wasn't as arrogant in this as he was in the first door. I don't think. No, I don't think he was. But I just think Loki's existence didn't really have anything to do with it. No, I know what you mean. Do you it know what I mean? Of- so I feel like that was a bit of a shit excuse. Yeah, a little bit. For him to be party Thor. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get that. Like, that being the fundamental change. Yeah. And then, essentially, the whole thing was kids tidying up before mum gets home. It was. And I was just like, really? Like, it just felt weak. Yeah, but it's Do you know what I mean? And this is what what I'm saying. It was really entertaining. You know, I laughed along with a lot of the jokes that were in it and stuff like that. However, the general concept of it was just the... This big mighty Thor, and then he's like, "Oh, my mum's coming." Yeah, I know. And I was just like, "They made him seem a lot younger." Like the whole thing of like, "Have you been doing your studying?" And it's like, "Yeah, he's like seventeen. He's like fifteen hundred years old or something, isn't he? Why (laughs) would he be?" And I know obviously the age slower, but yeah, yeah. Why? Why would he be? I mean, in at this point in the movies, he was off fighting Loki, basically, wasn't he? And then he was saving the Earth. He didn't look seventeen still. You know, Chris Hemsworth looked thirty in the the movie. And I know, you know. The ages don't always match in films, but yeah, I get, I get what you mean. I just liked how it was. I, again, I, I think the biggest thing for me was it was a bit. It's been getting a bit heavy. What if? Yeah. And even though I didn't think at this in the stage, and we'll get to the ending, that we were necessarily going to get the crossover from the end of this, which we don't know we have yet, I suppose. But yeah, I didn't think five minutes into this, I was like, this isn't going to go anywhere. This, this is pure standalone again. But yeah. I. I think it was just because it was so much more lighthearted that yeah. I enjoyed it. And I think I've now got to the point where I'm just sort of enjoying them for what they are rather yeah, than yeah. a big well, and th- and that's, story arc. You know, that's the approach that I've pretty much had all the way through, which yeah. is why I found it easier to get along with them. It's taken me longer to get but to that point, though. For this one, I just really felt that it was too a, a bit too out too, there. Too stupid. Yeah, yeah. Too silly. Yeah. yeah. I suppose it's another genre, though. I mean, it is a class. It's like how it was, many it was much have more you seen? slapsticky. It was. It like in that you know the Ferris wheel coming off and then them putting it back yeah. on. That's very kind of Flintstoney type, yeah. Humor. Do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. And it's it's it. it, it, it no, it was a whole <laughs> different. It was a completely different tone. Yeah, it yeah. was the most like kid friendly, family friendly episode by by a long way. I don't even think yeah. there were any like adult ish jokes in the episode. No, I don't. Think where, whereas it's like if you look at it compared to last week's episode where people were just getting murdered left, right, and center. Yeah. It is it is a completely whole different tone. Um talking about the tone of it then and where it sort of fit, there's been a couple of rumors, and I think one of our one of our patrons, Kenneth, mentioned it as well on the Discord earlier today, that Marvel might have changed the order of the episodes, and that's why maybe we've been waiting for it for so long. Because oh, okay. I think we were all expecting this, like episode four or five. Yeah. And I suppose with any of the episodes, they could really slot into place anywhere. Well, yeah, really, couldn't they? But however, it would make sense because I feel like the Watcher was a little bit further back this week. Yeah, maybe, but he wasn't as far back as he was in like episode four and five with no. Doctor Strange. No, 
but I don't think he was as close as he was in the la- as he was in the last episode. I think it could that this episode, if if we're going to work with like how far away the Watcher is and how he's working, yeah. it could have come at, at what five, six, or seven. Yeah, it could have fallen at any yeah, yeah. point there, couldn't it? But I I think it's probably done the right thing because as I said at that stage when we got like the Doctor Strange episode I yeah. think this would have just thrown me off even more because it, yeah. it was way I was dying for something a bit a bit deeper yeah. as much as we love the T'Challa episode it was it was just a bit yeah it was silly it was, but it, it, I feel like yeah. we needed it now as I yeah, said yeah. Um, let's talk talk about the, uh, the Nexus event then for this episode so according to the Watcher and how it was sort of construed in the episode the Nexus event was all it was all based around Loki wasn't it yeah so rather than Odin basically kidnapping a child he did the right thing and gave him back to Laufey making Thor as the title says an only child yeah but if you think about it I don't think that was the Nexus event also Loki's not an only child Sorry, Thor. Thor's not an only child. Well, no, he's not, but Hela's not there, is she? No, I know Hela's not there, but you can't turn around and say, what if Thor was an only child is the title? Yeah, good If point. he's not the only child. Yeah, yeah. That's an excellent point, Anthony. Sorry, that was Sorry. the other thing no. that, that annoyed me a little bit. I didn't even think of it. You think oh, okay. too far into it. Think I'm not thinking... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, these are just things that I picked up on, and I don't know whether it was because it had already, like... Because you didn't like it, and you thought, I'm going to pick this apart... <laughs> I'm going to slate it as much as possible. No, 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 no. But, yeah, I don't think... I think the, the Nexus event, if you think about it, must have come earlier. So, and I went back and watched this today. Not the whole thing, but... In Thor, Odin tells Loki that he found him abandoned and left to die as he was really small for a giant offspring. Now, we see Loki in this, and he's not small. He's a full-size yeah, frost yeah. giant. So I think the way I read it is that because Loki wasn't a runt in this that's why Laufey accepted him back and that's probably why Odin took him back to his to his dad so yeah. I feel like that was the Nexus event we got a slightly different variation or variant of, of Loki. Loki and yeah. that's what caused that's basically what caused the the whole change in the in the situation um, giant Loki then let's let's talk about some characters so he was amazing yeah he, he was, was brilliant so good. he was definitely the biggest literally the biggest surprise <laughs> of, of the episode but it's it's one of the first times that Loki, when we've seen all these other variants of Loki, I suppose maybe not not Sylvie, but the first one who's not come across as snidey and yeah. proper opportunistic. Yeah, he just yeah. see, he seemed sounds stupid saying this big blue frost giant is is genuine, but he came across as like a genuine. It was just guy, laid back he? and wanting some fun. Like he was. That's, that's literally he? all it was. And I love the the dynamic between him and Thor. Yeah, it's the closest we've ever seen him. And it's taken them not to grow up together yeah. to be the closest version of it's themselves. It's like they weren't brothers, but they were bros. They were, like, yeah. Like, that's the best they way was to a say bro- it. They were it? brother from another mother, yeah. like, like we said. That, yeah. that, that That's it. And, yeah, it was, I mean, it was great to have Hiddleston back, obviously. He's always, always he had mixed reviews on his last episode as well. He did. And I think that... Particularly he, from me. Yeah, and I think that he actually nailed it this time, voice-wise. I agree, yeah. Because in that, so. I don't know what he was doing in the last episode. This is the this is obviously the low key. Maybe uh, Tom maybe he was hungover that day. Maybe yeah. Maybe when they went into the recording studio, he was just a bit hungover, not yeah. in the mood. He sounded like he was just having fun with this one. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he gets to play, and I know he's literally just in the probably in the same voice booth on the same day that he did the last one. But 
He's probably, he's probably just had his lunch. He had a subway. <laughs> he felt better. Or the other way around. He did this Maybe. one first because this was supposed to be first. He had a subway. He threw up, felt a million times worse. I was like, nah, I just want to go every home. Every sitting in his stomach. Yeah. like, just get it over with. I want this done. Get me out of here. Um, so other characters then. Darcy. Darcy. I need to mention Darcy. So I was Darcy so first. happy when she was back in it. I was. As soon as I heard her voice, I was like, yes, get in. Made I know. up that it's still her. And the fact that we got Kat Dennings back yeah, to yeah. Zero as well. Yeah. She had all the best lines, as usual. Uh, yeah. And more importantly, the best story arc when she became Mrs. The Duck. <laughs> Which was just like, what? I was like, what is happening here? But it was great at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine if we got a little spin-off series Mr. and Mrs. Duck I, I can just imagine something like WandaVision you know just them two like living in a house together kids <laughs> little pond in the living room yeah yeah. <laughs> two boys who were ducks and then a human girl uh, love it <laughs> and she's the ugly one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the boys take the piss and call her the ugly duckling yeah oh Andy that's amazing <laughs> We need that. We need that. I, know, right? I love this, the speed of the relationship too because they went from like meeting to a married couple to an estranged couple in like a half hour episode <laughs> and probably like a day for them which yeah. was just completely hilarious. Random. So alongside Darcy we got Jane Foster who was really surprisingly to me voiced by Natalie Portman. I was just, I just didn't expect it to be her. I know we'd seen her in the trailer. It didn't sound like her in the no. trailer. I don't think it sounded like her in the episode that we I don't at. think it did all the way through, but it was definitely Natalie Portman, he yeah. says. I'm sure I checked this on IMDb. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was Natalie Portman. And it, it, I think it's just because she's been missing for the M, from the MCU for so long. I didn't expect her to come back I also think, and not to be offensive, I don't think Natalie Portman has a particularly distinctive voice. Mm-mm. I think that's the other thing. You, you know, you there's certain actors that you know their voice straight away. As soon as they come yeah. on, you know who they sound like. Like Darcy. Yeah, yeah. But then you've got others that um, it, it's not bland, but it's like just quite a generic tone yeah. and sound. And sometimes you can get them mixed up between four or five different people. Yeah, I know and mean. I think that's the type of voice that she's got. So that was why I didn't know definitely whether it was her or not no but it was yeah but it, it was like um mick winger when he was doing the voice of tony there were moments of it where it sounded exactly like her yeah and then there were moments where it was like is it is it her <laughs> and that yeah. clip that they released was the moment where it was like it didn't sound like her yeah at all um but it makes sense because obviously she's coming back for love and thunder but yeah again i was just i was just surprised i thought she was good in this though I, yeah. I loved it how she just lost all sense of professionalism whenever she was with Thor, talking to Thor, or talking about Thor. It's like she's like dead down to earth, like, I'm a scientist, I'm a professional, that sort of stuff. And then as soon as she sees Thor, she's just like falling completely. Yeah, yeah, completely in love with him. And that moment when she's talking to him on the phone and she's like rapping him, she's like, okay, bye, I love you. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, that was funny as hell. I love that one. I love that one. Um, Thor then, so we talked about him a little bit, but obviously he was the main character, so let's, let's delve into Thor a bit. He was he was kind of, like you said, similar to the version of Thor we saw in Thor 1. Yeah. But he wasn't as arrogant. He didn't have that level of arrogance no. about him. And I wonder whether it's because, obviously we know because of the episode, it's because he didn't grow up with Loki, but is it because he didn't have somebody who he was constantly being pushed as being better than? Maybe. Because we said when we... There was when no did, one to belittle, was there? Yeah, and because when we did the Thor review and Thor, um, the Dark World review, we said, because obviously we focused on Loki for it, we were saying that Odin was constantly basically putting 
Loki down and yeah. big and Thor up. Yeah. And because yeah. he didn't have that there, he didn't have the sense of responsibility. Yeah. Because obviously he didn't get banished or anything like that. So he still followed the same sort of path, but he just didn't have that level of arrogance. Yeah. He didn't think himself as being better than anybody else because he didn't have it constantly being pushed down his throat that, yeah, hey, yeah. son, you're better than your brother and you're going to be king and you're not going to be king. It was yeah. just, you're going to be king, which is why he was still a bit of an idiot. He was just an airhead, really, wasn't yeah. he, at the end of the day. Uh, I think Chris Hemsworth did a really good job. You're Are you messing? At... No, I think was he did it Chris? Well. Yeah, it was Chris Hemsworth. Didn't even know it was him. Did I you didn't not? Think it sounded like him at all. He said, "I think it was Chris Hemsworth." <laughs> it was Chris Hemsworth. I wasn't even. I was like, "Is that even like the Australian accent?" It, no, it, well, he doesn't have an Australian accent when he does Chris when he does Thor, does he? A little bit. Does he? L. Yeah, do you he does. He a, do you? I can hear the twang in that. Could you not hear the twang in this? It just sounded a bit more American. Now. If I'm totally honest, you can hear me clicking on my uh, on my iPad. Yeah, quick Google. It was Chris Hemsworth. So he did a good job. I thought he did a good job. Aunt he clearly doesn't think he did a good job because he couldn't even tell it was Chris Hemsworth. I couldn't. I think it was Chris Hemsworth, yeah. I thought I, it sounded a bit American at times. Oh, I would get, yeah. So he was supposed to be just like a British, wasn't he? Yeah. No, I, yeah. I thought it's, like, it's like there British, were a couple of moments. You can always hear his Australian tone. Again, to it. it was in the clip when he's telling the, uh, the scrolls, he's like, you do me. You do me. You do me. I didn't think that sounded like Chris Hemsworth yeah. either. It was like that clip that they released. I don't, I, yeah. Maybe seeing that before has just sort of put you in the frame of mind that this isn't Natalie Portman and this isn't Chris Hemsworth. Maybe. And then when you've gone in, you didn't notice. You didn't notice it was them. I but think then, I knew it was him But then everyone else beforehand. was jumping out to me, like even down to Jeff Goldblum coming back as Grandmaster. For what, like I two was lines? so happy about that. I know, I know. And it was literally about two or three lines, wasn't if, it? If that, yeah. Uh, but Chris Hemsworth, if you'd asked me at the start of the season who would have been the worst voice actor. That's who I would have said. Don't know why. I really? Yeah. I just didn't think he'd be the one who could pull it. And I know he's just a character. Yeah. But I don't feel like it sounded like just some dude reading from a sheet of paper and not talking to anybody else, which we've had in past yeah, episodes, yeah, yeah. like Sebastian Stan, like we said, and Tom Hiddleston in the uh, in the murder yeah, episode. Yeah. One of the murder episodes we've had too. But yeah, I thought he nailed it. And he didn't though. And he didn't. Uh, no, <laughs> another massive character who we need to talk about, or the other, probably the biggest character, was Captain Marvel. Yes. Who wasn't voiced by Brie Larson. No. No, she was <laughs> Yeah, I'm not checking this one. I know it wasn't voiced by... I've, I've researched <laughs> this one. I started doubting myself then. She was voiced by a lady called Alexandra Daniels, who, okay. according to IMDb, I'm not doing this now, uh, she hasn't really been in much, to be fair in the past and she's not been in anything according to IMDB since 2017 but that being said she did a terrific job of Captain Marvel maybe she was just giving up the sandwiches at the recording studio and they were like listen Breeze just got sick (laughs) that's so harsh (laughs) (laughs) she's not done it it seems very random to pick her do you not think she did a really good job though yeah oh I'm not I'm not denying that fact at all I'm just just belittling her work (laughs) Because you've not been in anything for four years. I was making a joke. She's now working at Subway and delivering the sandwiches. (laughs) She's doing the coffee run. You never know. Maybe. Potentially. Most people have done it. No, I thought she was good. She didn't sound like Brie at all, in my opinion, which seems to be what they've gone for when they've replaced other characters. Yeah, yeah. But in this one, Maybe it's because Brie's still going with it, though. Yeah, maybe. That's the... Yeah, but Tom Holland's still going with Spider-Man. Yeah, but... He, he sounded like Tom Holland at times. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. And then you had Tony, who sounded like Tony at times. Yeah, and Josh Keaton sounded like Steve. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's just weird. It's just weird that they've gone for a know. different. They haven't gone for somebody who just. It was like they they hadn't. And they, oh, I'll be careful what I say because Hudson Thames did a great job of Peter Parker, and Josh yeah. Keaton did a great job of Steve, and Mick Winger did a great job of Tony. But yeah. it feels like they've really gone for on this one. Not that they didn't with the others, but they yeah. could have gone with somebody who just sounded a little bit like Brie Larson and wasn't particularly good. That's not what I'm saying they did with the other three. I think they just got yeah, really yeah. lucky with the other yeah, three. Yeah. But it's the, they focused on, clearly now, good quality voice actors rather yeah. than just people who sound sound like the, the character they're supposed to be. Uh, but again, I think she did a, a great job. Uh, so the, the fights between her and Thor, they were great. It was like dra- watching Dragon Ball Z. Do you not think? Did you not like the fight? I've not really watched Dragon Ball Z, have I? Oh, so no, I don't, you no, don't know. No. I thought the fights between them were good. Again, no. It got what, silly when they silly? were punching each other to, from country to country. I, was I like, love that. I've literally got that written down. <laughs> I really enjoyed I that just, and I thought I it was really went, clever. Oh, really? Did you not like that? No, I, I didn't dislike it. But I think I it took me out of it for about a split like second it. when he punched her from France to the UK. And then the UK to America, wasn't it? Yeah, and then they ended up back in France, exactly where they left. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit stupid, to be fair. I'll give yeah. you that one. But I appreciate I thought that was good. I enjoyed mm-hmm. that. Okay. I thought it was funny. I thought it was very clever. I thought, because it's animated, <laughs> very clever. you can get away. I did. I, no, I actually thought it was good. It was it was a clever way of doing it. Because it it's like, uh, how can you sort of show Honestly, how the, big the scale of the fight is? The only without... way it could have been more ridiculous is if they'd have put France in capital letters across the country. Like a map. Is that not what they did? Oh, I don't know. I didn't think they did. Did they do that? I think so, yeah. I think it said France. When he, when he punched her in the air, it said France. And then when she was landing, it said United oh, Kingdom. See, that's very, like... Yeah, no, but the only right, you you've got to... They, they were trying to show the scale and how big this fight was. And the only other way of doing it would have been, would have been the way that they always do it, that she lands in front of Big Ben and there's a red London bus driving past. Do you know what I mean? That would have been the only other way of doing it. This way, it was just like... It was a cartoon. We can get away with doing this sort of stuff. Let's let's do this because that would have been the only other way you could have done it. Because otherwise, you wouldn't know where she landed. Okay. Would you? Do you not think? You just slate in my favorite episode now. Spoilers. <laughs> I'm, 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 like this is the thing, though. I'm saying I didn't. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't not enjoy the episode. Like it was entertaining. Yeah. I just it to me, it was just. A bit too silly. A bit too far out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, I get what you mean. Um, before we move away from Captain Marvel then, something else I thought was quite interesting, which you probably think was a load of crap, is <laughs> how they sort of addressed her power limits, which I think is a very, which is a clever way of maybe setting things for the future. Because we've talked about this before loads of times. How are they going to deal with Captain Marvel? Because she's super powerful Physically, she's the most powerful being in all the MCU, yeah. and she couldn't beat Thor. And I, my first thought was, why isn't she just wiping the floor with this dude in two seconds? Because she clearly could. But when Maria Hill, who was voiced by Copus Mulders, it was her. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I thought you had a, your punch was as powerful as ten nuclear bombs, and she said, Well, it is. But if I hit him with that, that I'm going to leave a crater in the planet. So maybe that's how they're going to address her, not just absolutely obliterating everything when she comes back in the next movies. She's got to sort of... It's like Superman. She's got to sort of hold back a little bit, otherwise (laughs) she'll just completely destroy the planet. 
But it's a good way. I suppose it's a good way of addressing it, isn't it? But I suppose even if they do that in the future with the movies, it's still never gonna give you a sense of fear that she could lose the battle. Yeah. It'd just be she might not win it straight away rather than yeah. she's potentially going to get beaten, I suppose. Um, finally then, the other main featured character was um, Frigga, yeah. Thor's mum, who again wasn't voiced by Rene Russo, which makes sense because, she's, like you said, she's died in the movies, hasn't she? Yeah, yeah. So she was voiced by a lady called uh, Josette Eels, uh, who again, I think she did a good job, but it wasn't at all like she was trying to replicate no. Rene Russo, was it? No, no. Again. Um, I appreciated the fact that they brought her back, though, and made her a part of, a big part of the, I was going to say movie, the, yeah, the film. She was, I think she was a really good part of the two, the first two Thor movies. So I appreciated yeah. when they brought her back for Endgame. I think it was good to bring her back here. I just think it's a bit of a shame that we didn't get Rene Russo back to uh, yeah. to do the voice. Uh, so the rest of the characters then, there were loads. Some of them Drax were voiced. Drax came back. Some, yeah, Drax wasn't voiced by Batista though. No. We, we knew that. Um, but it did feel like the rest of it was maybe just a bit of how many characters can we throw into the yeah, into yeah. this without any real substance well, to it. Well, this is the thing. And, and I had this feeling again because I saw Drax and I was like, why? How? I yeah, I was questioning why is he I there. I don't understand how he's. I mean, I know he got there because Thor had brought everybody there, but yeah. it doesn't make sense because Drax is like mourning the loss of his wife and kid. So why yeah. is he now partying with exactly Thor? Unless this is on the, but it can't. I was going to say unless it's under the same universe as Star Lord T'Challa, but, but it can't because he's so nebula. And if it was, he'd have his wife and his kid, so he wouldn't be out partying anyway. No. Yeah, so it, didn't it, make sense. It, it, it didn't make sense. No, the only didn't. one to me that made full sense of being there is Korg. Korg, yeah. But even then, did it? Did it really? I suppose he, Thor, being such a party animal, could have sort of convinced the Grandmaster not to kidnap people and put them in a, an arena to fight because he just wanted to party all the time. Well, I mean, Grandmaster likes his parties, doesn't he? But Meek so. was there, and Meek still had his gladiator costume, you know, his robot suit. Yeah. So that doesn't necessarily make sense. It didn't make sense, did it? No. But there were loads, and I still appreciated them all. So we got Sam Jackson back as Nick Fury, which again, <laughs> for like two lines. But it, again, if he's been recording all these other episodes, it's two seconds at the end yeah, of the day yeah. for him, isn't it? Uh, Jeff Goldblum, who we said... Who again surprised me massively? It I surprised me. I really wasn't expecting it. Expect, again, but again, he's probably been doing voiceover work for the world according to Jeff, Jeff Goldblum season two. Yeah, he does yeah. a lot of vo- he's in it, but he does a lot of voiceover for it yeah, as well. Yeah. So he must spend hours in a recording booth. So again, it's what two minutes to get him to say we're keeping the scoots scoots <laughs> and teleporting away. <laughs> yeah, and then with with Jeff Goldblum, we had um, Rachel House as Topaz. Who was the who had one line I think, and she was the girl who played who played her in Thor Ragnarok. She they just got her back for one. Maybe they offered. Maybe they told them, like, yeah, record for half an hour, and we'll just pick which bits, which bits we want. Yeah. Uh, so we got um, Kobe Smulders back, who we said Clark yeah. Gregg as Coulson. Yeah. Oh, always good to have Coulson back. I saw him and I was just like, yes, I, we need him back. We need him back in the. I MCU. don't know how they do it, but it needs secret to happen. secret invasion. We need him back in secret invasion. I reckon he could come back in Secret Invasion. He could. He could. But Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't canon, is it? That's a bit of news we missed, you know. And we'll throw it in here. Somebody, uh, I can't remember who it was now, interviewed Chloe Bennett. Oh, yeah. And asked her if she was in Secret Invasion. 
Yeah. And again, she did the classic thing. She didn't just say no. I haven't had the call. No, well, she didn't no. say that. I think she might have said that. She said, I've not been contacted, but I'll be dead honest. I don't even know what secret invasion is. I don't even know what you're talking about. And it's like, hmm, you may be pushing this a little bit too much. Don't, yeah. Couldn't you just say, no, I haven't? Uh, yeah. Do you know what? If she just said, I'd love to be in it, but I haven't been asked, I'd believe her then. Yeah. Because she's like showing some interest in it. Whereas it's like, it's too much she's saying about it. Anyway, that was a bit of, that was a little bit of news snuck into the What If review. Um, we got Frank <laughs> Grillo back as Brock Lumlow. Lumlow? Rumlow, aka Crossbones. Taika Waititi as Korg. Yeah. Karen Gillen. We got her back for a couple of lines as well. Uh, Jamie Alexander as Sif. And uh, Seth Green as Howard the, the Duck. Duck. And the best one, Clancy Brown as Sorter when he was trying to flirt with the Statue of Liberty when he melted her arm off. (laughs) I love that. And I was like, when I was listening, I was like, there's no way they've got Clancy Brown back for this. So I got to Google that. I spent literally all week Googling who was in the episode. Love it. And it was, they got got Clancy Brown back. He was a pretty big actor, to be fair. And they got him back to do that. But I thought that was hilarious. Love it. And then I'm trying to just think, I was trying to write down who else we saw. So these, we we didn't get voices for these, but we said Drax. We got Drax. Was Star-Lord there? I kept seeing people who looked a little bit like him. I don't remember if I'm totally honest. But I wasn't 100%. We got uh, the Warriors 3. Yeah. Yondu. Why was Yondu there? I didn't even notice Yondu, Yondu was there. Yeah, Yondu was there for a shot right at the end when Thor was telling everybody to help tidy up and he was with Drax. Um, Kraglin was there. Okay. Scourge was there. The executioner from yeah, Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. He was there. Mantis was there. Was she? Yeah, Mantis was in there. Um, Meek was there, as we said. The Sovereign, so the gold people from Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. 2, they were there. And then, completely unused, Heimdall? Who yeah. didn't have a lot. He was in it quite a lot. And he didn't... Clearly Just gave death get, stares the whole time. I know. It's like, why Why didn't they have, why didn't they have any lines? Maybe they're just... Maybe they're bitter because he went and did Suicide Squad. Do you reckon? No. Wouldn't you just, just get kidding. some? Why would you just get? Why would they not have just got somebody else to voice him? I know. Yeah. Because it's, it's not like we needed somebody. To, it's not like oh, we can't get anybody who sounds like Idris Elba because it's uh, not Captain a choice Marvel. They've gone with. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, it's not the the lady who did Captain Marvel didn't sound like Captain Marvel no. either. So I don't need. I don't know why. I don't know why they needed to give him absolutely zero lines. They shouldn't just just not include him in the episode. Basically. I know. Um, questions then. So we had some questions before before we get into the ending then. So my biggest question is, where were Tony, Steve, and Banner? Yeah. Now I know we don't know exactly when this was, what the time of this was, but no. I would guess it's the same time as Thor one. Yeah, because Odin went into the Odin sleep, so it must be that time or later. Yeah, yeah. Because he's gone into it. He's he's either, he must have gone into it naturally, basically. Yeah. So it must be the same time as Thor one, or slightly later than Thor one. So Steve could potentially still be in the ice yeah Banner could be off still in hiding wherever he was yeah but where was Tony wouldn't you think with what was going on I know they called in Captain Marvel but wouldn't you think the first thing they would have done was call in Tony yeah or Tony would have just showed Showed up anyway because this was all going on yeah but yeah that surprised me Maybe yeah, it's because they couldn't think of a way to kill him in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. He's becoming the Kenny of what if, isn't it? Oh and my I, God, yeah. you killed Tony, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Yeah. Maybe it's like we couldn't think of a way to top him in this episode. <laughs> so we won't, we won't bother putting him. But that 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 bothered me to to a degree. As to, as to, yeah, yeah, because I'm just like, where it, 
I was I, I wasn't as bothered as you clearly were about things not making sense, but that just it, it took me out of it. I love that thought. That's the bit that tips you over the it edge. Did. It did. I was just like, where, where's, to- where's Tony? Where's Tony? Uh, right. Should we talk about the uh, before we wrap up? Then should we talk about the ending? Yeah. So okay. this was this. Right. I suppose I'm going to tell you something now. Go on. You didn't have. A I don't know who it was. <laughs> you don't know who it was no. at all. No. Anthony. I was like, oh, it's got the Infinity Stones. It's I was Ultron. like, was it? It's right. Ultron okay. Supreme. I did. I did think that the Ultron Ultimate, whatever you I want did, to call it. I did think because when his it, when his head lifted up, yeah, you could see a vision underneath with the Mind Stone. Right. Yeah, and that's what I got confused over. Yeah. So it's Ultron. So I was, well, at first, did you I was not like, recognize the Ultron bots? No. I was like. I looked at it. Host of like, a superhero podcast and didn't recognise the Ultron bots. I was like, is it Kang? <laughs> and then I was like, I don't know. Go on, crack on. Let, let's think of who Anthony thought it was definitely going to be. <laughs> oh, was honestly. it the Joker? <laughs> now you're just being pedantic. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what <laughs> so it was. So it was Ultron and his Ultron bots. Or it was Ultron, Ultron Supreme, I think they're calling him. So it was basically Vision. It was Ultron had won and got this, got his vision body, but obviously yeah. it's not vision, it's just, it was his body, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, it can't be an Ultron from that universe because of when this is set. Yeah. Because it's far too early for Tony to have built an Ultron. Yeah. Must be. Yeah, yeah. And where would he have got all the Infinity Stones? Yeah, That's the thing. exactly. This must be, has to be Ultron from a different reality, which means this is the crossover. Because we've seen in the trailers... We've seen in the trailers them fighting Ultron bots, all the different all the different Avengers from all the different realities fighting Ultron bots. So this has got to be it. This has got to be our crossover. So is it a good? Is I suppose we we don't know whether it's going to be good or not until we actually get there. But I know. do you think do you think Ultron Supreme is a good enough big bad for the end of the series? Um, I think potentially. Were you not thinking it'd be Kang? No. Or a version of Kang with a big I thought wife. It, I did. I mean, that, that was partially why I went straight to Kang when I was trying to work out who it was. Mm. But then I was like, I think that it, I think it'd be overuse if they had Kang as a big bad for this one. When we're getting another Kang and then potentially yeah, another yeah. Kang after that. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. I just, I, to me, I think part of, the, part of the fun of this is watching the chaos that unfolds. Yeah. And I think if, if Kang is at the centre of every single one, it's going to get boring dead quick. Yeah, I get what you mean, yeah. So I think that we need to see the big bads that otherwise wouldn't have been here because of the because of the overlap, basically. And I think that that's what's going to make it more fun. It can, over the next couple of movies, the next couple of TV series and things like that, it could literally be anyone. Yeah. That's at the end of the day, it could be a really evil Tony Stark. That oh, comes from another dimension. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like <clears> the <throat> we we could have absolutely anything, and you'll believe it because it's just a different multiverse. Yeah, and it's a good opportunity for us to see <clears throat> villains who have been not used well or not yeah. used properly, which Ultron wasn't. Ultron should have been or could have been the big bad of an of a I mean, of a phase, we, couldn't he? And we he wasn't. could get we could get a Pepper Potts who I thought you were going to say Pepper Pig then for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's where my head went. <laughs> no, a Pepper Potts who, uh, like in the third Iron Man, like did go oh, evil yeah. with the extremist vi- yeah. virus. Yeah, yeah. You know, we could we could get that. So, and this is this is what I love about it. Like we could actually play with absolutely anything. Yeah, and it still be a decent big bad. Yeah. Before we get 
the Colossus type yeah, of bad. I mean, yeah. I hope, I hope if, if, obviously we know it is Ultron, or I know it's Ultron anyway. I hope we get, <laughs> All right. we get to see more of him than just this. Yeah. Next episode, next two episodes, which yeah. we'll talk about in a second, or or one episode at the end. Yeah. I think this is their opportunity to just bring him back. I hope he's voiced by James Spader, because he nailed it. That was the best yeah, bit yeah. of Ultron in Age yeah, of Ultron. Yeah. But if anything's going to come over to the live action, I'd love to see this version. Yeah. I mean, imagine if this version of Ultron comes into the live action in Multiverse of Madness and won the season. Wanda, who's lost vision, sees this. And then it's the man who... But it's technically the man who killed her brother. Yes. And it looks like vision. And she knows him. So it's not even like... It's not even like she hates it. It's not even like she doesn't know who this is, really. She knows this dude. She hates this dude. And it's basically in the body of her husband. Yeah. Oh, that would be so good, wouldn't it? Mind blown. I'm impressed with that. Do you normally you comes up with the ideas like that? But I'm having that one. I'm impressed. Well well done, you. I like that one. But if if it was... Would they use Paul Bettany? No, because it, it's not Jarvis. No, I know. I thought that first, but the but the the body technically was Paul Bettany. So no, they put him in there. I know they put him in there. Yeah, but the, yeah. The, oh, you mean oh, sorry, you mean live action? Yeah, yeah. Yes, sorry, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So live action would so would it be Paul Bettany or yeah. would it be? Um, I can't remember the guy's name that you just James said. Spader. James Spader. I well, I don't think it'd be James Spader because. He's not the build to to do it. Basically, no. he's not me having a dig at James Spader, but he's not the build build to look, like, what he looks look like. like that. So, I think it'd be quite hard because he can't have Jarvis's voice. No, he can't because it's not because no. it's not him. He's not no, in no. there yet. So, it will be quite difficult though to have from like a logistics. Can you imagine them getting Paul, Paul Bettany, Bettany to do it, but it's like telepathic with the voice of James Spader. Well, not even telepathic, just like dubbing it. James Spader dubbing the voice over it. It'd just be weird to watch. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how they're going to pull that no. off. But I suppose Vision can, as we see, as we've seen, Vision yeah. can manipulate what he looks like. Yeah. So you might find that he'd maybe the body looks different just because of how who it is taking over. Do you yeah. get what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe how Vision looks is because. Is is like a, a replication of the mind of Jarvis. Yeah. And if we get James Spader, it's not gonna look like James Spader, but it could look like anything else. Or yeah. look a lot more robotic. Yeah. Potentially. Um but yeah, that's a good point now. How they'd how they go with that. Yeah. I mean it's got me a lot more excited though for the end of this series. Has it? Yeah. I mean this episode Do you reckon in general, episode nine will just be what if shit hit the fan? That's what it should be called. <laughs> 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 that should that is what it should be called what if shit the fan we're calling it now that's what episode 9 is going to be do you think right we've still not seen um, Thanos Gamora or Warrior Gamora no we haven't so and we've still not seen this Lego set what if Tony, St- Tony oh, yeah. Stark got stuck onto car which I would imagine is probably the same episode yeah it could be anyway yeah do we think Definitely now will get killed probably yeah likely <laughs> Do we think we're going to get the next episode as the follow-on from this? Or do we think we're going to get another episode of I randomness? I reckon we'll get another episode of randomness before they come back to It would make this sense if, if this episode was supposed to be three or four episodes ago as well, though, wouldn't it? Yeah. It was like, I feel like this should have been, now even looking at it with this, this should have been the mid-season tease. Yeah. So this should have been episode five. 
Yeah. And this was the tease for what's coming. They should have released the trailer at that point. Yeah. So we knew that it was coming and then given us a couple more standalone episodes and yeah. then got into it in the last episode. Yeah. But hopefully it'll lead into, I said, hopefully it's going to lead into Multiverse of Madness and potentially Series 2 yeah. uh, of What If. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, it wasn't a serious episode, obviously, but I like that. I appreciated the fact that it was. As I say, it was entertaining and I understood what they were doing. I just Sometimes. Didn't, didn't like some of the execution. <laughs> no. Fair play. I get the impression that this is going to be another one like last week where we get very mixed opinions. On yeah, it. probably. Should we uh, Should we see what the listeners think? Yeah. Pod. Fans. Assemble. Okay, so another episode of What If is done and we can tell it's going to split opinions. So uh, 68% of you loved it. 26% said it was okay, and 6% hated it. That that surprises me. That's actually quite overwhelmingly positive. I didn't think it would be like that. No, I, I didn't. thought it was going to be like last week's episode, and we were going to have, like, basically, the probably 6% hated it again, but yeah. the top two would be the other way around. I thought we'd get a lot I didn't think they'd be the other way around, around, but I thought they'd be more neck and neck than they were. Okay. Um, Corellia Christina said it was a much-needed breather from the previous weeks, which I 100% agree with. I agree. Um, Ryan said the worst. See, we're getting a mix here. Some people hated this. Glarp said, enjoyed it more than I thought I would. And all the cameos are great. Also love Frost Giant Loki. Would put it fourth overall. I loved the cameos. I thought the cameos were brilliant. Although I didn't understand some of them. I loved all of them. I just loved the fact that they were there. I wonder whether me and the people who seem to have really enjoyed this, like Glarp, Glarp, has just said is because we were expecting it to be crap yeah. and it wasn't. Yeah, and I don't yeah. think it needed to be basically that. You've got we've gone in with low expectations yeah, here, so yeah. it didn't have to be phenomenal to yeah. for us to walk away going, "Oh, it was good that." Yeah. Blue Jay then said it started off super slow but it got good in the second half and the ending sure was a real big shocker. It was. It was when I found out who it was. Yeah, I know, yeah. It was even more shocking when it wasn't. Oh, I ruined it for myself. <laughs> um, utterly random guy said, I feel this one was absolutely hilarious as Thor became some party animal, but kind of understandable where being an only child would be a bit lonely and wouldn't shape to be more, a more level-headed person. Yeah. Furthermore, things. it reminds me, like, to be specific, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince movie, where the whole movie is fun and hilarious before it leads to an upcoming dark sequel. I didn't think I didn't like Half Blood Prince. I know we're going off on a tangent here, but I, I didn't hate you? It. No, I just don't. Uh, well, I can watch all the Harry Potters, and then when that one comes on, I'm like, nah. Really? I didn't think it was fun. Well, did you think it was a fun film, Half Blood Prince? No, but I knew, I've read the book, so I knew what was coming. Well, no, I knew so what was I, coming. I just don't think it's a. I just don't think it's a. I don't, I don't find it. I'm sure some people do because it probably nailed at the box office. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't really enjoy the film. Oh, okay. Oh, the second to last one. Where they just... Language. Walking through the woods for six hours. (laughs) 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 Which is exactly what happens. It was all about the eighth one for me. The dragon from Gringotts got out. That was good, the last one. Loving life. Is that the last one? It was a dragon one, one. so I was happy. Dragons, we just needed a velociraptor in there as well. And we didn't laugh in. Then Nathan said, I've got mixed feelings. Like some parts of it, like seeing the other cosmic characters, but the story really didn't hold my attention. Best part was the Infinity Stone Ultron Vision at the end, hoping this is the big bad we get uh, all the characters together to fight. It's gotta I agree. Be. Gotta be. I actually agree with everything that he said there. 
He also said, also, Kat Dennings was doing a terrible Kat Dennings impression when voicing Darcy. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> Anthony's face, you should see Anthony's face. He looks more on it, Hang on, he hasn't finished. And this is why I'm hurting. Honestly thought she was the only character not to have the live-action actor reprise the role. Now, isn't that weird? Because we said the same thing about Natalie Portman and then I said it about Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, and I thought that was the that was the one who was like, bang on it with Kat Dennings. I think you can just tell with her voice. Though. She's got Kat a very Dennings, specific though. voice. Yeah. I think I think with Kat Dennings though she's like Marmite you would either love her or hate her. I found her really annoying in the first in the first Thor film when I watched it. Going Did back you? and watching it now, I yeah. think she's great. But the first time I watched Thor, I was just like, "Will you shut up?" <laughs> really? Yeah, you know like Carol is in this when she's like, "You're at an 8 and I need to take it down to a 4." I was like, "You're at <laughs> yeah. a 10, you need to take it down to a 1." Shut up. <laughs> and now it's just like, "Carry on, talk." Um Matt Kotep6 said, uh, the biggest part in the galaxy left me feeling bored. Mixed reactions, I told you. Yeah. Uh, Wes Saga said, pretty bummed with this. Maybe not in the right mindset for this episode, but after just watching it, I feel rather annoyed and disappointed. Just have to remember, yeah, Marvel made the Inhumans TV show, but they also gave us Loki and WandaVision. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Loki, by the way, just very quickly, one of my friends has only just watched Loki and she said it was utter garbage. Really? She hated it. Yeah. What? I know. I was dead shocked with that as well. Is your friend listening to the podcast? Uh, she probably will do, yeah. In six months, though, when, when she gets to it. <laughs> yeah, when she gets around to it. How? But yeah, yeah, I just, I was so shocked by it. I don't think I can talk to her about it because I think I'll get offended. But do you know what? But I, I love feel her, like... But I, th- I think I'll get me back up a little bit over it. I think it. with any of this stuff at the moment, I, th- I think with anything that's Disney Plus related, I could see, maybe not with Falcon and Winter Soldier... But I could see why people wouldn't like any of it. Because it's yeah. all a bit weird and very different. It Partic- is very like different. WandaVision, Loki, this particularly. And, and to a degree, it's quite a different format from the films. But that's the beauty of it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You either, but again, you either love it or hate it. Yeah. Then Kenneth said, love this week's Party Thor episode. When Marvel does comedy, it excels. And I can see how yes. this one could be divisive in the fandom. Uh, loved the Cat Marvel was giving Thor as much crap as he was giving her, and giant Loki was great. Finally, it's always mum who comes and sorts the kids out. Exactly. Um, Mika said, it was so bad, the worst episode ever. <sighs> um, Paul Sears said, I quite enjoyed this week's episode. I think the series needed this light-hearted episode compared to previous ones. Yeah. Was surprised by how many cameos were in this one. Fave yeah. one, Mrs. Darcy Duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would be great. funny if Love and Thunder has this version of Thor in it, one of my faves so far. It would be good if we saw maybe variants in that. Yeah. Then we've got V, like Vampire says, for me, as a fan of both Thor and Loki and their actors, uh, this episode is just like the real-life Chris as Thor. So real. And there are also references to main uh, TLMCU I really love. Uh, Chris and Tom also called each other brother from another mother, and that's absolutely precious. (laughs) Oh, we're precious, aren't we? (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I mean, this one is one of the most hilarious Thor stories I've ever seen, and I couldn't stop laughing during the whole show. Uh, Thor is just so Chris Hemsworth, and the way he was punched by Carol the first time, that was a reference to a BTS in TDW. Lol, I just can't. I'm behind the scenes in Thor The Dark World. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I'm glad you said that because I... And he's he's like, I don't know what any of these these letters mean. Honestly. That's what it means. It's a Friday. I've been in work all week. Yeah, it's just in shambles. We're doing it late this week, aren't we? 
Uh, Robin said, this episode was phenomenal. The amount of Easter eggs and cameos they crammed in these 35 minutes makes my little nerd heart happy. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Maybe not the best story, but a spectacle nonetheless. Also hyped for Ultron Supreme. Oh, I can't wait. Why is it that we're just putting Supreme on things? Because now Close. we've got Strange Supreme, the Sorcerer Supreme, and then we've now got Ultron Supreme. And how are the Duck Supreme? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Duck Supreme. I need to see that. That sounds like you're something you get at the, uh, the restaurant. Can I have how are the Duck Supreme, please? <laughs> Oh, God. Thomas Carter Rochester said, Episode 7 of What If is the best episode yet. A full-on What If story full of fun, laughs and revels, complete with a better Jane Thor love story than the first two movies. Tell me about it. (laughs) Riffing on John Hughes themes and the official start of the crossover, hopefully. I'm with you there, Thomas. I'm going going best episode ever. And then he's put a gif of Thor saying, it's about time. It is about time. (laughs) I I do think this was... this. Best, I think there's a difference between best episode and favorite episode. Yeah. I don't think it was the best episode, but this is my, but this has been my favorite one so far. I, really I enjoyed think. it the most out of any of them. Yeah, if this was the first one where, even though I didn't know that the crossover was potentially coming at the end, yeah. I just didn't care all the way through. I enjoyed zombies more than this. No, I did. I think it was a heavy episode again. I just need. I needed. Maybe yeah. some. Maybe it was just a rough week. Everybody who enjoyed <laughs> the episodes had a really rough week, and everybody who didn't like it had a really easy going week. Maybe. Um, Peacemaker said this episode I had no hype for but surprisingly was the second best in my opinion I loved every second of it but I swear this felt like a dream I had two years ago and I don't know why (laughs) and also (laughs) how on earth did they have enough money for freaking Jeff Goldblum as I said I thought that at first but he'll have probably just been doing voiceover for a I'm, I'm, he could I'm, have been in Studio 3 doing his own thing and they've just popped in and gone. I am hey, not getting paid to uh, to promote Jeff Goldblum at whatever the world. I can't pretend not to know the name of it now. I know I've mentioned it like eight times in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Oh, I wish it was superhero related and we could cover it on the podcast. <laughs> Got to start a separate <laughs> podcast. That Jeff Goldblum thing coming soon. I love it. <laughs> um, Bill Dunn Junior. I am not sure what people want, but this was a funky marriage of the two Thor verses. The Branna Thor. Funky marriage. The Branna Thor and the funky cosmic Wakiti Thor. Also, it really poked fun of the overly serious tones of both Thor and Captain Marvel. It was funny. Yeah. I like this. Is the thing I can't say I disagree with anybody's opinion. You just didn't like it. No, no, no. Like, I didn't... This is the thing. I didn't dislike it. I just felt it was that little bit too silly. That's, that's literally... That, it's the worst thing I can say about it. it. It was just a bit too silly, and it just... It didn't get me like the other ones did, but I still enjoyed watching it. I suppose it gave... Because of how silly it was... We said silly a lot in this episode. Because yeah. of how silly it was, the 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 end, the end, big reveal at the end was maybe a bit more of a surprise. Yeah, because it was oh, just yeah, such definitely. a lighthearted episode that then to have the big bad drop in at the end of it was yeah. like it was it was a massive surprise to you. Yeah. Whereas if he dropped in at the end of any other episodes, he probably wouldn't have been as surprised to see. No, no, that that was probably the best best thing. Erickin said definitely better than last week's episode, but this still wasn't great. Story wasn't all to engage in, and I thought the episode itself was just kind of dumb. The animation, I thought, looked great, though, and the voice acting was pretty good as well. Also, that finale was okay, definitely plus. He then said, not excited for the last episode. I think it's going to be a gigantic mess, but surprisingly, I'm pretty excited for next week's episode. Okay, fair play. Uh, David Corey-Jones said, love Thor versus Captain Marvel. Thor was just goofing around. 
Sam Adams said this was probably the worst episode. So weird. I'm not not wrong. Like if you didn't like it, you didn't like it. But I I, I love every week we get this. Like some people like it was amazing, and it's always different on each episode. Mass debaters said the worst episode of the season. Keeper of the Sacred Flame said the amount of surprise on Watcher at the end made me happy and scared at the same yeah. time. Yeah, um, I loved Marvel. Fight. I loved the Marvel fight scenes. Stephanie Tittle said that was the most fun episode thus far. I laughed my ass off for much of it. Being a mum of adult man childs, the fear from Thor and exasperation from Frigga, <laughs> and the ultimate con job was so relatable. <laughs> <laughs> the WTF moment at the end was amazing. What's next? Uh, JJ Lee said, I liked the episode, but I thought that this would have been better as one of the earlier ones. Yeah. Either way, I really liked the cameos, and it was funny to see that Loki and Thor will always be brothers, and I can't wait for episode eight. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I, would, I wouldn't have appreciated it at the time, but I think it would have suited being earlier on in the series. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, Doc and Concept said, when you realise Loki is evil because of Odin kidnapping him. That's basically what happened. Yeah. Um, kids, what are we watching tonight? Uh, it had some stupid funny moments. Korg killing Nick Fury. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it was Korg that did it. <laughs> um, Jane trying to hide Thor. Frank Grillo complaining they never get to fire the nukes. The hammer at the end. But it was okay. The final moment was really interesting though. Yeah. Can't uh, wait. Uh, Mischievous Scamp said, Loved this episode. Way better than the last one. So many laughs. Loved hearing almost all the original cast came back on this one too. That aerial fight in the desert set to the 80s style uh, synthy tunes from Ragnarok was pretty damn amazing yeah, too. Yeah, it did. Add the, it's your birthday. It's yeah. my birthday music playing yeah, over yeah. it, didn't it? Um, Geeky Nate. Okay, so this was my favourite episode yet. Loved this Loki variant and I want more. As for Ultimate Ultron, I was surprised and can only assume he's reality jumping with the reality stone and space stone wonder how he's doing it oh right yeah with the reality yeah okay yeah Sam. since after thor one stark was nowhere close to making ultron yes so it can't uh, be can't be no. from that universe i reckon episodes eight and nine bring a crossover as ultron forces the watcher to interfere Ooh. so if, if ultron's yeah. doing the forcing okay yeah, i like yeah. that uh now this week's what if what if the DCEU was the successful franchise and Marvel had failed to create the MCU? That's a good one. I Isn't like it? that. Yeah. So if they just failed to create it. Yeah. I don't think... I think if they hadn't... They just hadn't done it at all, We the DCEU wouldn't be the same as the MCU now. Can I be totally honest with you? Yeah. I don't think it would exist. The DCEU? Yeah. No, I don't. I think we just have the same sort of DC movies. Yeah. I don't even... Th- I think it'd be better than what they're putting out now. Yeah. Oh, no. Not what they're putting out now, because they've got better. They yeah. have got better. But it would have been... couple of years. It would have been a better they start. They were trying too hard, and it was because of the competition with Marvel. Yeah. So I think without that added pressure, I think... But I don't think they would have tried it. They did it too quick to try and catch yeah. up with Marvel. Yeah, yeah. I think if it... Had... I don't think they'd have tried, like, Justice League or anything like that, necessarily. No, I but I think they still may have... Well, to be honest, it'd probably just be Batman and Superman rehashes, wouldn't it, constantly? Yeah, but it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't be Batman versus Superman. No, it no, it wouldn't been, be versus. Been... I just mean, like, the, it'll just be remakes and rehashes yeah. constantly, like they have done for the past we'd 40 have had, years. We'd have had Batman movies with the odd mention of Metropolis, and we'd have had a Superman movie with the odd mention of... Gotham. Gotham, I think then. Well done. And I think (laughs) superhero movies, whether whether Marvel had done them or not, were getting bigger. We had X-Men, we had Spider-Man, the movies, we had Blade, 
which is probably what it all came down to at the end of the day when you think about it. So I think we would have still seen versions of these other characters. We'd have probably still had a Flash movie. Aquaman? I don't think we'd have had an Aquaman movie. I don't think, I think they were just trying to pull in as many characters as they could, yeah. which is why they've got Aquaman. I yeah. think it's resulted in a really good Aquaman. Uh, but I think we'd have just had characters like... Uh, we, we'd have probably ended up with a Wonder Woman movie, a Flash yeah. movie maybe, yeah, and a Batman and a Superman. And we'd have been on another version of them now. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what it is. I don't think, like you said, we would have ended up with a huge interconnected universe. And it would have changed the sort of trajectory for a lot of yeah. movies because a lot of movies have tried to do this. Yeah. And haven't, or have done it maybe to a little bit or, or not tried it at all. Yeah. Or not done, done, it, done it well at all. But yeah, I think it would have, uh, sounds really dramatic. I think it would have just completely changed the face of cinema yeah. to of what we know now. Yeah. Do we agree? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Thanks, Nate. And thank you, everybody, for uh, sending in your theories for this week's Podfans Assemble. Should we do the uh, should we do the wrap-up? Yeah. Right, so thanks for listening to the show. And don't forget to come back next week for our review of What If Episode 8. Two episodes to go, aren't they? Mad, isn't it? That's it. It's, just, it's gone quick, hasn't it? I think it's gone when quick. When they started and we were on nine episodes, it was nine episodes. I was like, it's going to take forever to get through this. But it's <laughs> flown. It's absolutely flown by. Yeah. Uh, we'll also, next week, be bringing you all the biggest news from Netflix's To Dumb, To Dumb event, which is <laughs> tomorrow. We're recording this Friday. It's coming out Friday. You're probably listening to it on Saturday, though, to be fair with the earliest. Yeah. So today, we're not doing a live recording or anything like that, but we will be on Twitter at 5pm British Summertime, which is when it is airing. Say we, probably me, but we'll be there. We'll be talking about it. That's fine. And we'll be off getting pissed somewhere. Uh, you can find all our episodes at thatsuperherothing.com <laughs> along with all of our social media links. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. On the website, you can also sign up for our email newsletter where you receive new episode alerts and news on upcoming shows. You can contact us on any of our socials and submit thoughts and theories for next week's Podfans Assemble. If you've enjoyed the show, please do consider rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser because it does really help massively with yep. us getting seen by more people. Uh, patrons, so if you'd like to support the show, you can at thatsuperherothing.com slash Patreon, or as we say, patreon.com slash thing because we like to give you choices. Uh, just like uh, Geeky Nate, Kenneth, Keeper of the Sacred Flame, and Stephanie Tittle, who we have a few of them, those guys listening into the podcast live yeah. as we speak, which is another benefit of signing up <laughs> That's for if they're the still Patreon. there. If they're still there. <laughs> probably giving up. I would have by now. Uh, finally, something we've put on Twitter a couple of times already, we are currently hard at work on a new website where we will be hosting the podcast, but also bringing you news articles on all the latest comic book movie news and reviews. Uh, if you are an aspiring content writer and would like to get involved with the podcast and with the new website, we would genuinely love to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, so send us a DM on Twitter or ping us an email at that superhero thing at gmail.com and let us know if you're interested yeah. and we will get back to you ASAP. We want to get, we want to build this. We want to build it as big as we can and we want as many people involved in it as we can do. So yeah, get involved. Let us know. Amazing. Other than that though, I think that's us. Yeah. Is that everything? We yeah, covered everything? I think, I think so, done, yeah. Done all right, done all right, sound. <laughs> right, nice one. Thanks guys. Cheers See you next guys. Week. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.